It's gonna be 40 years that I hold on to this secret that I didn't tell anybody what I felt or what I have done. I had so much shame, so much guilt, that if I would tell someone, how would they look at me? So much hurt and preservation Like a tendril round my soul So much painful information No clear way on how to hold it So why should she share her secret? Lourdes Ortiz explains why on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Lourdes reminds us that no matter how big or how bad our sins are or how long we've held on to them, God is always willing to forgive us. GPS. God. People. Stories. Lourdes Ortiz loves her job. She's a cook at a preschool in Florida. I don't like to cook. But God placed me here, and when I do come in to work, I do enjoy the cooking for the kids. I come early just to prepare to make sure they have the food on the table, so that way I know when they sit down, it's already there for them. And before the kids sit down for their meal, Lourdes has already prayed over them and their food. She loves the children, and the children love her. When I walk into work and they see me, they'll run to me. They just hug me. Thank you, Miss Lourdes. Good morning, Miss Lourdes. I love you. And hearing a child telling you I love you, it's like it just hits you here and say, that's what you needed for that morning just to start your morning off. And then you can work with being happy and knowing that you're going to serve these kids, the children's. And you have a smile, and they see it, and then they, oh, it's Lourdes. That's awesome. The children Lourdes serves are learning about God and the Bible in their preschool. But when Lourdes was growing up, she herself knew very little about God. And that led her to make some unwise choices as a teenager. For example, she became sexually active with her first boyfriend when she was only 14. Then a couple of months later, I didn't know I was pregnant. He... He took me to the doctor to check, and I was two months pregnant. I didn't know. I was just scared. Like, I was just numb. And they were just talking. And that was my first abortion. But I didn't know anything. You know, I didn't know what, you know, people wonder if you know the right or wrong. But at 14, that's a child. You're just learning. I didn't know. Nobody talked to me about sex or anything like that. Then I got pregnant again, between 15 to 16. That's what happens. I had another abortion. And then I had maybe about two more miscarriage. From this one place I can't see very far In this one moment I'm square in the dark These are the things I will trust in Lourdes kept her abortions a secret from the rest of her family and friends. Eventually, she and her boyfriend got married, but they separated about seven years later. At the time of the separation, Lourdes had two children and was pregnant with a baby boy. I struggled with putting food on the table 
I wouldn't eat to make sure they would eat to have that. But to cover my pain, I started using drugs. I started smoking marijuana. I was smoking it like it was enough that I was smoking. And I didn't realize what I was doing to them when I was doing this. I thought by closing the door, they couldn't see what was behind the door. And I would do that until my oldest son told me, you think we don't smell what you're doing? And just like, I just didn't know how to feel because it was the truth and I didn't know how to take that truth. Abortion, a broken marriage, drug use, and now Lourdes and her three children were evicted from their apartment. My daughter was so angry she came from school. And I felt bad because I had to separate my kids. I had to send one of my oldest son to his uncle. My daughter was my best friend, and I kept a small one with me. They would call me every day, Ma, I want to come home. I said, I'm trying to look for an apartment I can't find. It's hard when you don't have nobody to, to help you. But I guess it's a process to learn. While she was looking for a new place to live, Lourdes met a man who became her boyfriend and helped her find an apartment. They got pregnant, and she had another abortion. They got pregnant again, and she had a son. Through all of this, Lourdes still had virtually no understanding of who God is. But that began to change when she got a job at a department store. A co-worker invited her to go to church, and when she did go, Lourdes felt God calling her to turn away from the sin in her life and instead turn to Jesus. And I started going, and I started learning. But what I still had was the, the guilt and the shame, because I have not relieved what I had here, what I felt. I felt that I was inwardly. I felt that I was not loved. I just felt people didn't care. I'm just a number. But I did meet people who did care. Being part of a caring community was very important to Lourdes during her time at that church. But when the church relocated and her neighborhood became infested by drugs, Lourdes decided it was time to move. The townhouse that her family moved into sat right across the street from another church that began to feel like home to Lourdes. As she grew closer to God there, the pain and regret of her secret abortions was stirring in her soul. When they did an altar call, I was scared to go up because I didn't want people to see me crying or what I felt. I go, I just broke down. I had no words. I just got on my knees and I broke down. And they were praying over us. There was many. Among the people praying over Lourdes was the pastor. He just put his hand and he started praying over me. But I still didn't tell anybody anything because I could hold it. It's going to be 40 years that I hold on to this secret, that I didn't tell anybody what I felt or what I have done. I had so much shame, so much guilt, that if I would tell someone, how would they look at me? So much hurt and preservation Like a tendril around my soul So much painful
And so she kept the secret of her abortions locked safe inside. And she went on to get more involved at church. For example, she started helping out with Wednesday night youth group. And then Lourdes heard about a nationwide prayer rally that would be stopping in Tallahassee, the Decision America tour with Franklin Graham. Now, she couldn't go to the rally, but she watched Franklin preaching in the live video stream on her phone. And I get a notification that he's here and he's about to begin. So I'm listening to everything he's saying, how he's talking to the people, and... Towards the end, he does an altar call, and he says, anyone who wants to give their life to God, to repent, and have Jesus as their Lord and Savior, stand up. And anyone who's watching, you can text and make that decision. And I was sitting in the living room. I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And I started putting the number in on my phone and I text and I put decision and I started praying the Lord's prayer with him as he was saying on my app and I said Lord forgive me for my sins that I have against you and I ask for your forgiveness I'm not perfect but I want you to be my Lord and Savior because I need you after making that decision to rededicate her life to Jesus Lourdes began to feel like God wanted her to share the secret of her abortions. She was nervous about that, but she decided to tell the youth pastor, a woman named Nellie. Nellie was understanding as Lourdes shared her story with her, and then she encouraged Lourdes to share the story with the youth group. Both women agreed that it might help some of the kids avoid the bad choices that Lourdes had made. I realized that this secret that I have, I needed to share it. And I wanted to share it. And every time I share it and I speak, it fills me up that I know I'm touching that, maybe that one person that needs to speak, but they can see that how God is healing me from inside out and they can be healed and let it go. And they can have that joy and that happiness once again. Even though she was out of her comfort zone, Lourdes says that it was absolutely the right decision to talk about her past with the youth group. I was afraid to speak, but I'm glad I did it because it's a healing process for me for something that I've been holding on too long. And even when I still tell my story, it's just knowing that all that I've been through, that's me. And today, who am I? That's a big change because God worked inside of me. God worked in me. God forgave me. And he's still working in me. And that others needed to hear this. That if God can do it for me, that he can do it for them. We just can't be afraid no more. We need to stand up and push back. We were pressed on every side. Full of fear and troubled thoughts. For good reason we carried heavy hearts.
By obeying God's call to share her story, Lourdes found healing for herself and gave hope to the next generation. Have you ever thought about the effect that your story could have on someone? If you've surrendered your heart to Jesus, you have a story to share. It's a story about how God has changed your life and forgiven your sins through Jesus Christ. And if you've never made the decision to surrender your life to Christ, we can help you understand what that means at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. In just a minute, Lourdes is going to describe what it feels like to look back on her life now that she's experienced the love and mercy of God. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. The closer you get to Christ, the more sinful you're going to feel. Did you realize that? Billy Graham. Everyone who's ever seen a true reflection of God is deeply convicted of his own sin. Peter said, Lord, depart from me, for I'm a sinful man. The fact that you're aware of your sin and feel guilty about it is a sign of spiritual life. And sometimes we can feel guilty, very guilty. But God will use us in the way he wants to use us if we will confess our sin. Only God can forgive us and cleanse us, and he's provided that way by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ for you as a gift to you. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to do anything. It's all free. All you have to do is receive it as a gift, and he will come into your life. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Phil Fleischman and Jim Kirkland. Our guest on this episode of GPS is Lourdes Ortiz. She surrendered her life to Christ after shame, guilt, and fear kept her stuck in sin for 40 years. I didn't know who Jesus was, the man on the cross. I just knew there was a man there hang. But to know him, I did not know him. I look back now from where I came from. Wow. There has to be a reason for me to go through all that and where I am today and how he changed my life. Not me changed my life. He changed my life. Well, what an amazing testimony of how Lourdes' life was changed by God. We are thankful that she took the time to share it with us, and we're thankful that you took the time to listen. We also want to say thank you to Sarah Groves for letting us use her music on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I am Jim Kirkland. GPS is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Yes, to all the years.